Now go. <laughs> she was talking about me. Ooh, Hit it. Five, six, seven, eight. Mm, 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 mm. No. Sing it. <laughs> okay, you and me will love me die. <laughs> she ruined it. <laughs> Even when I said, and y'all, she hitting at me. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? <laughs> you ruined it. You practiced it 12 times you to get on here and ruin it. it. I hope you're proud of yourself. You ruined it. <laughs> you stay here going over the lyrics. Get up here and fuck it up. You fucked it up. It wasn't this me. Is drag race. You, you gone. would have been gone. <laughs> gone. I told now, you to sashay do it. away. I told you to do it since you had so much goddamn mouth. Ooh, uh, anyway. Lord. Welcome back <laughs> This girl mouth. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Welcome Christ. back. We had a whole thing. We did. We <laughs> did. Dion mm-hmm. wanted to be rude about it. So. I did it right. <laughs> no, <you> did. <laughs> I did it right. We wanted to honor that we found out the Proud family was coming back. Mm-hmm. Penny Proud. Penny Proud and friends. And them twins. <laughs> so, Looking forward to Blue Ivy and her siblings. Being the voices of the, of, kids. Of the kids. Well, I thought Penny was going to be an adult. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Penny, I think, I think it's so everybody's going to be grown. Yeah, I think she's like a psychiatrist, psychologist. Or what? Like I didn't that. get into the details. I just heard Proud Family Returns, and I was oh, that was ooh. it for me. Well, that's good. I'm glad she's not a teacher. Like, nothing against the teachers, but right. they always tend to make them teachers, and it's good to show them if, if she is exactly a psychiatrist, psychologist, or which one. More versatile. Uh, yeah, and it gives, yeah. you know, some black women out there. Yeah. Give the youth something, something to do. I just hope... Um, Everybody's got the same, uh, like it's the same actors. I'm oh. hoping that. I'm praying that. Kyla, you want Kyla to get a check? Yeah, go on, go, on, go ahead. I mean, she getting a little check from that uh, mm, movie it's, H1 it's show. Real little right yeah, now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right now. So, go but you ahead. know, she's got a cute family. Yeah, Good everybody's still alive. So, might as well go ahead. She getting a fashion over check? Is she? I don't follow. But you know. follow Paula where they be on there like Kyla Pratt and her fashion over tonight on a Tuesday. Oh girl, I be skipping some sometimes. Oh, okay. I, just, I just you know I don't like scrolling that much no more. I probably hit maybe ten. Like if I click my finger like four or five times, I'm out after that. I'm done. I'm tired. You skimming it like the paper. <laughs> Real selective news. You're like, oh, new cabinets. Yeah, I'm just, mm-mm, I'm out. Yeah, okay. That was enough for me. Yeah, but she, she's cute. But Proud Family's coming back. So yay. yay. I hope Solange is in control over the, the music. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Let her do over that. the music. One more time. Because it's, I mean, it's so much growth from then and now. It's going to be amazing. Just one more time. Let her do it. Yeah. Go ahead. <clears throat> So this week, this week on things we care about. See, I was on it. Dion fucked up the beginning. Oh my god, I'm on my job. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, go ahead, Dion. What we <laughs> niggas and chicken. <laughs> Let's start with that. Niggas and chicken. Niggas and chicken. <laughs> my word. Let, let me tell you how real I didn't think this thing was until the other day. Right. I was just like, oh. Facebook, Twitter, uh, yeah, wars, right, yeah, okay. memes, 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 ha, 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 ha. ha. nothing, right? So funny. But then I was on my way to somewhere, and I was like, I got a couple of minutes. I'm like, I'm like, you know, fuck with this chicken real quick. Let me see what's going on. I'm gonna just pull it back here, baby. <laughs> 
Y'all niggas out there are taking this shit serious. I wish you took your blood pressure that serious. <laughs> Checking on that. Them, that line. Your children that serious. <laughs> y'all, that damn line was ridiculous. That line literally went past the stop sign. It was blocking traffic. How the line blocking a road? And I was like, you know what? Actually, not only is it not that serious, it can't all be that thoroughly cooked. Okay, because I know somebody posted in L.A., they cut it in fours, and that joint was pink. Well, because they trying to rush it through there. Mm -hmm. And then some girl, some cute girl, she come down, she just, you know, you just this. Roll, roll, wind it down. And I was like, hey. And so at this point, I'm just trying to turn around. <laughs> I wasn't even, I, was some, I, I was didn't even get in the line. I, I wasn't even getting in, When the line went past the stop sign and another restaurant entrance, I was like, y'all ain't got work? I know it's the middle of the day. So I, girl, she was like, they ain't got no more chicken till five. Ooh, okay. okay. I'm okay. That's sad they, for them. I re- you really had to relay that, didn't you? <laughs> Cool. Do we should go down the line? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just fucking. I'm gonna go to Wendy's and get some fries. I jump over there. Chick Fil A had two, <laughs> two people dose in the line. <laughs> in the line. At what time of day? In the middle of it. <laughs> I said, oh, now hold the fuck up. I know you fucking lying. They had that shit one attendant out there. Oh no, baby, wasn't nobody even waiting on that. Oh, food. they was at the window. I they, mean, they was at the speaker because yeah. you know now you don't even get to the speaker. You just have somebody come talk no, to you. No, baby, they were at the speaker. It yes. was that. It oh. was. It was embarrassing, and I was like, y'all just gonna abandon Chick Fil A like that. I mean, they support Trump, so well, and fuck y'all for my goddamn chicken business. You know, I'm still upset about that. I don't give a. I'm still mad. You can be mad every about time that. I pass Chick Fil A. I think they had one in there. Okay, there was one <laughs> biscuit left in there. It hole. was in there, but it was for somebody break coming up <laughs> <laughs> in 15 minutes, and they them, looked at it when you said children. it. They, we out of chicken. <laughs> Shut it down. We done. Oh no, we out of chicken biscuit. <laughs> Looked at that last one like, like no, no, we out. Uh, I don't know this girl. <laughs> this lady gonna be all right. You want something else? Fuck them children. <laughs> But, yeah, so I was like, oh, y'all is taking this seriously out here. Is I don't know if it's that real. I don't think I'm going to be finding out anytime I soon. I don't really want it. I don't, what's, okay. I mean, I like, I like Popeye's, but I like Popeye's with their bread pickle ratio. It's never too moist. Right. And so I'll be like, I don't fuck with this. Right. Depending on which Popeye's. But I don't trust Popeye's enough to be making my food in a manner that they're not accustomed to. Exactly. something ain't done. No. And then you're going to get it, and you're going to get it raw, and then you're going to be mad, it's, and you done did all that hype for nothing. <laughs> and let me tell you, sons of bitches out there, because it's Ooh. football season, who, you Saint fans. What the Saint fans do? Back the fuck up off us, okay? Back the fuck up. Uh, who's your team? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How did they do this? All week? I'm saying is, don't put the Falcons in the middle of that. This is Chick Fil A. This is Popeyes. Fuck y'all. I mean, but but you don't know shit about football, so I don't need I your mean, goddamn comments. If they win this week. It's preseason, nigga. Which one was Popeyes? <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> Which one was Popeyes? It's all bad for y'all. The Falcons okay? was who? Which one were they? I don't <laughs> answer the question, Alexis. <laughs> Which one was Popeyes? Huh? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> You're not going to say it out loud? 
I got this for you. It was you on sale. Be, don't be flicking me off because your team it was too out there not trying yet again. Let me tell you something. You don't know shit about football. I don't know nothing. I don't know, I'm going to troll you the okay. whole season. And they going to hear you get hit. You going to hear all this. And that's all y'all got. Every week, if she come talking that shit, my team loses. All y'all go here. They get one yet. It is pre. I'm a fucker. <laughs> no worries. So what does preseason mean? It means the, the, the ki- season before the real one. <laughs> I don't know. Technically, yes. Like pre, they still trying to get a job. It's still people trying to make the team. So they gotta play them against people to see what they can do in a re- in a real situation. So it's gladiator. I mean. So barbaric. Listen. It ain't don't do this in France. Listen, you don't know what the fuck they do in France. Have you been to France yet? I, I got the internet, though. Okay? I got the travel you channel. You don't know what the fuck they got going on. Okay? There. I can see it. I see they ain't nobody hitting each other in the head. You don't know that. The French is mean, brother. Because they was mean to you. I don't know them. Okay? I don't know them. I need to learn French. That was not nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> leave us out of this shit, okay? Y'all, oh. y'all leave that chicken shit to the chicken shit. Don't bring the Falcons into that, okay? Yeah, not yet. All right. It's and just preseason. Anyway, chicken hormones bad for you anyway. <laughs> black, black women. That's why you wonder why your period's cramping so hard. You know that not fucking chicken. You eating so much. Y'all eating two sandwiches in a day. Okay. Yeah. Y'all got... Let it up. Let up. And you know Chick-fil-A ain't cheap for y'all to be buying that and Popeye's. <laughs> them the most two expensive chicken places out there besides Zaxby's. <laughs> and that shit dry. Expensive dry ass oh, chicken. you paying for crisps. <laughs> That's all you are paying for. And, they, and now the fries are a little less and they're not as crispy as they used that to be. That bread is half ass buttered oh, now. No, they don't care no more. They don't give a fuck. My what? My lettuce was wilted. <laughs> no, it's just like, what is this? Zaxby's. <laughs> One big chicken place. One big chicken Put place. Put that energy towards somebody's black owned business. Go get you a fresh fish plate or something. Go Why get don't you... you want a fresh fish plate? Right, because <laughs> I take a fresh fish I mean I'll take a poor boy a fish sandwich over any of that chicken shit any day bro even if though man what I wouldn't do with a nice fish plate I mean, right now yeah let's not get too deep in there. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something about a fish plate right this is how a perfect fish plate is to me you gotta have white bread mm-hmm. okay it's and I would like bread. I want my hot fish on the bottom bread mm-hmm. and on the top you're gonna put the ketchup first then the hot sauce mm-hmm. then the mustard I don't put mustard on my fish sandwich. Okay, well, that's a mistake. And then you squish it together just a little bit with your handprint in there, and you eat it like that. With your handprint? With your handprint leaving there. There is. Um, so my people come from Church of God, right? And mm-hmm. so there is a convention that they do every year in August called West Middlesex. It's up in Pennsylvania. And they it's a week long. It's mm-hmm. church every day. Okay. Every, like every every few hours in the day it's church sermon like a session it's just every day and then the kids go off and they do stuff but it's a campground so it's yeah. like cabins and shit okay. up there <clears throat> my grandparents used to go every year I hated it <laughs> my mother when she was little she hated it my auntie Lisa loves it <laughs> she loves it she still goes she goes she just came from there she uh-huh. still goes so I hated it I just didn't understand why we had to go to so many church services they say in the same okay okay don't do that yet I, 
I love I love the people though, but um, th- uh, so it's a weekly thing. So they have they they built this um like food stand right like how mm-hmm. you was used to see it like uh games like high school games where it's yeah, like different yeah. little sections. So there's a there's like snow cones. I think there's like you could get where burgers and wings and stuff. And then they have a people that come every year and do this fish sandwich. When I tell you. This fish sandwich ain't nothing like I ever tasted in my life. And people wait on it. Like, wonder, like, so when y'all coming? Oh, no. Like, y'all not open today. When are y'all going to be open? Like, what day are y'all coming up here and making fish sandwiches? When you hear that they, like, slid the (laughs) the thing up, people already in line. I don't remember what's on it. I ain't been up there in a long time. I just remember that every time I go up there, I got to get that fish sandwich and be mad when they be out. What kind of fish was it? Ooh. I don't know. Honestly, I can't even remember what they put on it to make it so good. I just remember having to have this sandwich. <laughs> I do. I can't even tell you. I haven't been there since I was like 12. Oh, shit. So that it's been like a minute. 10 years ago? Girl, what? I am 30. That's <laughs> What kind of math are you doing? <laughs> it was f- flattering. Okay, thank you. But that's no, it was no, bad no, math. No. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. anyway, moving right along. Yeah, this the chicken shit. Yes. Let that Cut shit it go. Out. Cut it out. Um, right. what are we moving on? I to? want to talk about KT <laughs> from Housewives of Potomac. Katie, Katie, come here, girl. Oh girl. Give me your hands. <laughs> Listen. Look at me in my face. <laughs> look at me, girl. We know it's hard. We know it is hard for you, and you right are going now. Through so and much. in our hearts, you are that cousin. Mm-hmm. But girl, a few things got to happen. Couple things. Consult somebody. Yeah. Before you go on camera. Yeah. That wig had a life of its own. I mean, and she just shaking it. She's shaking her like bag. Rick James. <laughs> and she's your own hair. It's better than the wig. And she just, get, and, what? and um, she's laughing and tossing it. And we're like, oh, girl, Farrah Fawcett at the top. She it's, looks like an 80s rock band. Oh, it was so bad. Like a part of Motley Crue, bruh. And you want to just move your hand, like, get that out your face. <laughs> get it out your face. And so people were trying to talk around it. And Candace kept staring at it. No. Every time Katie came around, she would just look at it confused. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? That ain't no <laughs> damn puppy, Gina. <laughs> that shit was moving. Into, it's like it was like it was talking to you. Like it was, it had a spotlight too. Like it had its own green screen. Hey y'all. <laughs> well, she brought me from the closet. <laughs> I used to belong to her mama. <laughs> I fluffed it up a little bit. She said, "Fluff me." <laughs> and some of them drugs you cannot do before <laughs> before filming. Listen, you were high and confused a lot. Katie said. She said, "I'm. I didn't. I didn't mean to call you dumb. Maybe I meant to say you were <laughs> stupid." Katie. First of all, you already said she was stupid. Katie, that's what you said. And everybody was so shocked and entertained. Katie, because they know she on drugs. She is, and they need to be trying to walk with her through this. Cause Katie need a friend right now. She need a stylist right now. Somebody, Giselle, share what you got. Don't, uh, yeah, kinda. Don't kinda. let, don't let, um, 
uh, what's the old one's name? Karen. Karen. <laughs> Don't let Karen stylist go over there. She's gonna be girl. No, it's gonna Karen be the same way. Just put it. Just plug down. Mm-hmm. That's all. Karen is not gonna deal with her. No, don't let Karen let's... know. Uh, but Katie, we gonna need you to talk to somebody. And what Ashley said was fucked up about her not being mentally strong enough to be in that group of women. That's not what she should have said. She probably should have said mentally healthy enough at this time. I think she probably should have been like, I know you're going through a lot. Yeah. And so maybe being around this group of women is not the best yeah. way to hand, you know, get your mind off yeah, of that. Cause yeah. you know, it's I don't know. She's lashing out cause her husband gay. Yeah. She's doing a whole lot of, it was on camera. The cameraman was filming swooped around and said, Hey bro, don't do that. Don't do that. And he said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then did it again. again. And he said, I don't like that. Don't do that. That's why he told on him, because you did it again. Yeah, it was on camera. Okay, we're going to talk about it at the reunion, okay? No they, worries. Ooh, Is she going to be big and pregnant? Andy's going to talk about it at the reunion for sure. <laughs> Is she going to be big and pregnant? So that's going to be interesting. But uh, mm. Ashley, mind your own. And it's kind of what you get for being all up and robbing shit first season. Word. Word. It's just, you know... Because what goes around comes, comes around. around. That's Now she's like, everybody's talking about, were you not in Robin's business talking about her shit? Fix her shit. Yeah. You fix your shit. Don't nobody want that old man, okay? Ooh, girl, nobody. Not even the boys, apparently. <laughs> okay. He's been denied a few times on camera. <laughs> nobody wants your not man. Not even the boys, apparently. So cut that out. All right. Moving cut it. On. Cut it. Um, Speaking of wigs. Black China? Yeah, let's okay. do that. <laughs> let's Ooh, do that. Black China, girl, you are <laughs> not that attractive without makeup. You, I, are y'all keeping up with this show? Please tell me y'all are keeping up with this show because Mama has went off on everybody. Everybody? Everybody. Everybody. That has to be difficult to be friends with celebrities because <clears throat> they are used to a certain type of attention to keep their talent at a certain level, right? right? So they have to, in some aspects, surround themselves with people that would keep that side of that ego boosted because that's their money, right? Mm-hmm. So it has to be difficult to try to work with multiple people like this. Right. Like her uh, PR person, manager, whoever he was. The public. The public says mm-hmm. it has to be difficult for him, and especially when she's having a rough day mm-hmm. in general. Because, you know, on her own, she was dealing with some anxiety and nervousness because she didn't know what Wendy was going to ask her. Mm-hmm. She didn't know, you know, she's dealing with a whole lot, and it's coming out like a tantrum. Mm-hmm. But the people around her are trying to keep it calm, and it was just a very bad, very bad car accident that we were watching because she cussed everybody, everybody out. Everybody. <laughs> She cussed everybody. And at first, you know, her mama is crazy. Now, mm-hmm. let's let's be clear. Yeah, let's make that known. Miss Tony got some issues. Tokyo is not all there. Right. However, watching Black China just go off, I do see some things that she, that she was saying. Like, she do surround herself with yes people. Yeah. She is really, really awful to um to her people around her. And so she was like, that's why nobody wanted... Because it just came out right that her best friend supposedly from D.C. Treasure, like now they yeah. beefing. Now yeah, they that fell girl, out. Her, her super yes man. Right. Yeah. Now they done fell out. Mm-hmm. So... And because 
is she said that she was embezzling. I don't know what the fuck. That I don't was. know. Right, what they was the already arguing. Yeah, yeah. So they was already arguing. Listen, you know when you mad, secrets be told. I just hate they were told on camera. <laughs> right. So I don't know what the fuck they was arguing yes. about. We gonna it's on camera. It's on so camera. It's somewhere. gonna be on that show. But yeah, I I mean I believe. I mean I believe Black China said, "Hey, use my goddamn money." We oh, know where you're from. It's hard. I, you know, if you don't have any financial literacy uh, before you come into that type of money so fast, of course, when you see that much, you have to pay in taxes. You're going to try to, mm-hmm. you know, keep more of it mm-hmm. because you don't know how long. I'm not going to say you don't know how long you're going to have it, but mm-hmm. that's a lot coming from where she came from. Word. So I can understand her reasoning. She just should have put the, she should have had enough um awareness to get the proper people mm-hmm. to handle her finances in a certain way. But, you know, she thought, I guess she thought she did. But listen, whenever I get to wherever I'm going, if the first motherfucker be like, girl, we can do this and you can say, I'm be, oh, you got to go. You got to go. Oh, you got to go because they, they send people to jail for tax fraud. <laughs> You got to go. Oh, no, you got to go. I already know who's going to handle my money. <laughs> I mama? already, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Oh, you got somebody for real? I got somebody for real for real because I know her. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I already know, so yeah, I'm I'm straight on that. But yeah, as first person, you gotta get that the fuck out of here because you're trying to you're trying to make me lose all of it. That's what I hear. You, you want me to go to jail, jail? You trying to make me lose all of it, and I'm not finna do that. No, I, I've no, been no. broke before. I, don't, I ain't trying to go back. <laughs> if I come up out this brokenness, I'm not going back. No, 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 no at no. all. So. So yeah. Anyway, y'all keep a lookout for that. And if y'all ain't uh gone to see Black China just spaz out, you should. You should. Uh, it's entertaining. It is. It is. It is entertaining. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, did you go off on the Kardashians like this ever? I'm, I'm hoping. I'm. I'm hoping. I'm actually hoping. I'm really that you hoping did. that that's what happened. I, at some point, I really hope you got the curse at least four of them out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm hoping that at that's least. what happened. Yeah. So. so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, go look at that, child, because it's a hot mess. It's something. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to more important things. Yes, while the government has been um, controlling y'all minds with this chicken shit. <laughs> that's what it is. Chicken, chicken shit. And uh, wigs and shit. <laughs> <clears throat> we have some very, very, very important things to talk about. <clears throat> the Amazon is on fire. It's been on fire. For uh, at least three weeks. It has been on fire for a number of days like weeks and no one in in the u.s is really saying anything about it because you know we'd be caught up in our own shit right oh but when that cathedral was on fire they were showing live videos okay because they had so many paintings by so many artists that probably stole it (laughs) from black folks let's just be real let's just Say it out loud. So, but you know, they like to protect their own. It was the Vatican. God knows how many people were touched in there. They got to preserve <laughs> their shit. Like, my nigga. Like, okay. Anyway, when <clears throat> that cathedral burned down, Notre Dame, and it was, everybody was like, oh, the movie. Yeah. This yeah. Is Whatever. Y'all were all 24-7 news coverage and pray for Paris. Like, what the fuck are we praying for Paris for? It's a fucking building. Was anyone hurt? No. What the fuck are we praying for Paris for? Why are we sending them money to rebuild this shit when the truth trees that we need for oxygen have been burning for three goddamn weeks and no one said anything. So there, what are, what are you, okay, so there are conflicting comments out there and people are saying like, oh, it's, you know, 
um, fires are natural and and it happens so it can replenish and blah blah blah. And then there's some people like they're like, okay, yeah, but literally a couple of months ago there was a tribe of people that won so many thousands of acres of and, the uh, Amazon for <laughs> preservation so that nobody could so big oil couldn't touch it. Right. And now their portion is on fire. And it's been proven through several articles. And what I found what was most uh, disturbing about this, the reasoning that the new govern, uh, government official, the reason why he wanted that, he said for the amount of people that that th- that this tribe is, it doesn't make up for the amount of land that they want, even though that it's theirs. He was like, well, it's not enough for y'all to want this much land. So I should use Bitch, it for... <laughs> what the fuck do you want it for? <laughs> You're not living over here. <sighs> So that was his whole, and I thought that shit was mind-blowing. So I'm sure through the U.N. conversations and us, you know, people tapping black folks' phones over here for Black Lives Matters and not tapping the Klan phone and listening to all that, I'm sure we're listening to other countries and they shit, right? There's the technology. We got to see what they doing because we nosy as as the U.S., right? right? So at some point, y'all didn't hear these niggas like, we'll set the bitch on fire. And nobody said nothing. It's the people that, that is saying set this bitch it's on fire. fire. They can, who gonna say something to them? Yeah, that's probably that's very true. Okay. I mean, we get in everybody else shit, but I don't know why I'm so surprised that the United States don't want to get involved with nothing that they would do they damn selves. Because <laughs> they want to look like the good guys, right? That's why they was like, oh, oh, oh no, no, oh, no. We would never set our people, but. Bitch. But what's going down there with the Native Americans? Y'all took that shit to put pipelines through. Tulsa, Oklahoma. What about them? They still fighting. Mm-hmm. And y'all still locking their people up. How are you locking up natives on their government don't touch my shit property? Like, okay. you're not supposed to be in here. You're not even, you don't have no rain over The this. little bitch you gave us, like, you can't that come you, in that here. That you allowed us to keep, he, basically, because right. you stole everything and people still look at natives of this land like you are savages are you fucking serious are you fucking serious yeah because this is literally their shit Mm. our shit you know we all kind of the same Mm. but you know black people black woman is the original so they Mm. all belong to us but you see (laughs) (laughs) oh snap Okay. So, you know, you you see what I'm saying? Like, you just sitting here like, but these are the same people that took black folks said, you're going to get on this boat. Yeah. And come. take your black ass over here and clean my house. I know you never seen steps. <laughs> no, build it, then clean it. Build it, then clean it. <laughs> and birth a couple of my children. And raise the other ones. And I'm going to take yours from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just the women. That's just the women. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the women. So, you know, have shocker. So, again, I'm with you, Lex. I don't trust nobody that mm. could come up with slavery. Okay. And execute it. <laughs> and then continue it in different forms <laughs> as the years continue on. So, down there in the Amazon, they got they just don't give a fuck. They just doing shit. And nobody, Leonardo DiCaprio, I appreciate you bringing awareness to all that. But I'm going to need, if you're going to do something, you do something. I mean, listen, I know it seems like, well, that's not over here. It's not our problem. That's oxygen, y'all. You do know trees <laughs> Our oxygen, you know, our forest. That's why they try to preserve national forest because that we How need we breathe. trees to breathe. If this bitch was all industrial, we would have been down. Have y'all y'all been to California? It's smog all in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because it ain't no goddamn trees and palm trees ain't doing shit for LA. Yeah. <laughs> 
you gonna die. Listen, we need these trees. You need these trees. You need that that river water that's running through there. Mm-hmm. Y'all need that. We need that. That's for the world. That ain't just for where is that I, in Brazil? What was South America? It's in South America, yeah. right? It's not just for South America. It's, it's for, for all, all of us. us. What's funny is I believe that humans we are the aliens okay we're the aliens that attack everybody else we're attacking this planet we are parasites to this planet god gave this to us and we sitting here like piss on it piss on it piss on <laughs> it <you. laughs> burn it down burn it down he, i know he doesn't have it like these stupid i mother. know i know like the trees <laughs> you don't burn up trees I don't give him much, y'all. I don't, I don't give him much. I don't give him much, y'all. But I told him you're going to need these trees, and they just set most of them on fire. <laughs> Fuck these trees. Fuck these trees, huh? Yeah, okay. okay. Y'all going to pay for that, Brazil. Okay. <laughs> Whoever did that, please understand, at some point in time, you will have to answer for that. Yeah. Maybe not through. The world will, God, God the mother earth, whatever you want to call her, she will make sure you pay for that. Mm-hmm. You are your family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or your children. I wouldn't mess with spirit, but you know. <laughs> Have at it if you're out there. If you, do what you, do what you know, boo. Do, hey. But I wouldn't personally mess with spirit You're messing at all. with tribal people. Who you think they pray to? Okay. <laughs> they people. Okay. And they've been here a lot <laughs> oh, girl, longer than no y'all people. people. Okay. All right. <laughs> Who you think they pray to? Oh, Lord, it's going to be like Avatar. <laughs> it's going like, to be like Avatar. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. I just want to make it through my whole lifespan and get up out of here. That's all I want to do. As long as it don't come within my lifespan, I hope I'm all right. Because I just, you know, let me do what I got to do since I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, whatever happens when I'm gone, it's it's just what happens. But, you know, we're going to need them trees, y'all. That's just what I'm saying. It's um, something you should care about. Since we're we're talking about us being the aliens and everything, we're we're praying for the Amazon. More so, I'm praying for these people because the earth always replenishes itself, right? And that's not something to worry about unless they do something to make sure that they don't grow back, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm praying for the people that they forever changed and traumatized because now their people won't be the same. Mm -hmm. You know, that was most important. You're trying to keep something very... Uh, a type of people that that way that's why they were protected mm-hmm. to keep their way of life their way of life now you forever change them mm-hmm. even in their DNA they're gonna always pass this trauma on mm-hmm. to their people you got them interacting with cameras and shit mm-hmm. what right <laughs> right <laughs> from the Amazon to television like come, come on come on man right you, like what y'all gonna have to again y'all gonna, gonna answer, answer for that, that shit you gonna answer for that I just hope I'm um, you know it's televised <laughs> Oh no! If anything, they they will rise, but right. I really hate I really hate it for them. Yeah. But uh, speaking of um, that, um, our president I I learned this Who's? week uh, not ours, but uh, you're right, the United States. <laughs> well, what, My bad. What, what did Barack Obama do? <laughs> <laughs> he won't come back. That's what he doing. Help! He over there ignoring us. <laughs> Tom said it's law. He can't run again. Don't nobody let him do all that. Nigga, win. Just try. Did they say no to your face? <laughs> did you did you submit did your app? Say nigga to your face. <laughs> did they say nigga to your face? Then they don't count. They don't count. They don't did count. you slide them your application and they was like, no. Did they? <laughs> try it. Try. I'm just saying, try. Try. At least somebody get a, get a mustache and some glasses or something. And just, you know. Try. But um Trump <clears throat> and in his America, he decided that he was gonna spend his money 
to spend to send somebody into space as the first space cadet. Stop. Oh, the Space Navy, we doing that? What is it it's called? The Air Force? The, well, it was the um, nigga Navy. Years. <laughs> what? I'm trying to figure out. It was so many things that happened when he first got elected. So it was the nigga Navy, because oh, I, yeah, yeah. I remember I remember yeah, everybody I remember going ham on that. Yeah. And then it was, what is this? The Space Force? Space Force. Space Force. Yeah. So okay. he's actually did that. And <clears throat> my theory behind it is he is um, allowed to have access to certain things. And he looks like the type of person when he got elected, like, Area 51. <laughs> so I'm sure he got I a lot of aliens. <laughs> I'm sure they were like, okay, they real. Now what? <laughs> Motherfucker. And I mean, he was like, we need... I want an alien before I leave president. I want an alien. I want so a pet he, alien. He's sending folks out there to go fuck with other things. Who the fuck does he think he is, Rick? Who does he think he is? He thinks he really thinks he owns things. <laughs> this is not Rick and Morty. You can't just be trying to go capture aliens and leave them in the sub basement <laughs> in your daughter's garage. What the fuck is happening? He thinks he owns space. He thinks he can be like, go get me that. You can't do that. You can't do somebody take him. I want to know when you leave this atmosphere, Y'all what took do you Nipsey think from you... us and left Donald Trump on this earth? What the fuck is going on? Don't nobody want him. <laughs> Don't nobody want him. Apparently. <laughs> At least God was like, come on Nip. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, my brother. I, I got, got you. you. But him? I know they was like him them Satan rolling the dice. Whoever lose, get him. <laughs> Whoever lose, get him. 7-Eleven. I'm rolling 7-Eleven <laughs> all night. <nigga. laughs> they what don't the want him. <sighs> but that guy. And meanwhile, his supporters are upset with ASAP Rocky for not thanking him for him getting out of jail. ASAP got out of jail. was like, fuck you. And, and now they're like, he won't tell us thank you to Trump. And? And? Bitch, and I don't understand the whites some days. I don't know what they <laughs> I don't want. Understand them no days. <laughs> some days they just be like, y'all mad about anything, just anything. Like, oh, dude. I would like to see their um, education level, <laughs> like his like diehard supporters, not his secret oh. monetary supporters, because we know. Oh, but. his diehard supporters. <laughs> they they live in like trailer homes. Yeah. 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 They trailer. Li- homes. They live in like little shacks. Off the side of the road. That's what, and they think that Obama is um, a Muslim that came from Africa, or the the the, the Middle East. You could literally tell like, racist anything about black people, and they'll believe it. Oh, let it. me tell you something. That is my mission now, right? <laughs> I, as soon as like I just see white people that I know either is racist and you trying not to be, uh-huh. or like you just, I, I'm just gonna tell you wrong shit that black people well, do. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna I give think you wrong. That's what white people I'm, wrong yeah. ancient black secrets, bro. It's just wrong. <laughs> give me one. Um, we collect dirt from the ground so you know what happened in that space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if ever you see a nigga just grabbing the dirt, you're trying to figure out what happened on that land. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start telling people. I'm going to tell them we got wings. <laughs> I'm like, you know, when we all get together and be dancing, everybody be swaying. That's because we have secret wings <laughs> that they lift up and it helps you move with the wind. That's why we got such good rhythm. <laughs> Just lie to them. That's, that's my whole mission. Lie to white folks. That's yeah. all I'm doing in 2020. Just lying to white people. Y'all want to, y'all, 
I just don't. I, I'm with you. I just don't understand the whites. I don't get it. Y'all want to be oppressed so bad and own everything. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't understand how you have literally oppressed every person in the world and of color. And then you want to still go ahead and act like they took. Why are y'all sending Mexicans back? Y'all ass going to get up here and be in chicken factories. Y'all is y'all You're not going to do the work. Y'all complaining about work that you don't even want. You know what? We should just let them suffer in what they want. Like build them a town. Give them. We should give them a certain amount of land right and be like we're gonna give you all of washington state <laughs> take that shit <laughs> up there <laughs> and y'all can literally we're gonna clear out right and all the whites who want to be around whites just go to washington and we'll you know we'll give you two states actually you can have north and south dakota <laughs> if you want i know it ain't no nigga well it, please come from there and they should just be like and we, y'all can run your government like you want to no mexicans just all whites and let's see what, what happens, happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And y'all can't take nothing that has ever been made or built by but white, by black folks. Yeah, or and, or any anybody of color. Yeah, you can't take nothing from of color. Like if it's been built, invented, yeah, perfected, anything by a black person, you, you can't, can't have, have it. it. No, no open heart surgeries. None of that. No kidney transplants. None of that. No, no refrigerator. No refrigerator. <laughs> no irons. I mean, no y'all about board. y'all about to be Amish. Y'all about to be okay. Y'all about to be Amish. Real Amish. Go live Amishly. That's what you want? In North and South Dakota. No, yeah, no light bulb because yep. um, the guy who perfected it, mm-hmm. it wasn't Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. He had an apprentice. I don't think it's Albert Einstein. I don't no, think that's Einstein. the person. Benjamin Franklin? I think you mean Thomas Edison. What did Benjamin Franklin do? Um, electricity, I think. Okay. And the light bulb was Thomas Edison. Okay, well, whoever. Supposedly. Okay, yeah. So whoever that guy was, I should know his name, right? Because I may already do a report on him. He, he's they the one they use. Thomas him. Edison is the man to get us in the century, <laughs> and that man is me. <laughs> Best music. Best musical. Bruh, Gene is a genius on that. On he is, the, a, he is on a genius. Things. Anyway, um, cartoons are always fun to learn some history. <laughs> but yeah, Thomas Edison is the one they credit for the light bulb. Well, yeah, but his design is not even the one they use. Nope. They use the black guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, anywho, um, Trump is sending niggas to space, I'm guessing, to capture aliens and... And um, um, come fuck up y'all shit, because that's what it's going to do. I don't understand why, if they haven't really come down here to fuck with us, why would you give them any cause <laughs> to now come down here Who was fucking with black folks? with us. Who was over there like, and do this? You came <laughs> over there messing with us? The Dominicans? All of everybody. I think you should just leave shit alone. The Tasmanians, y'all wipe them out. Just leave shit alone. But no, we wanna y'all wanna conquer and destroy everything. Even aliens, you're gonna be fucked up to find out you we are somebody's alien child C gray science project. Yeah. That he got on his shelf and just looking at it like, that's some fuck shit. Because <laughs> it don't fucking work. It don't work, I broke it. You know what we are? We're going to be um, Rick's uh, goddamn <laughs> battery. His Rick's car battery. battery. We are a whole planet in Rick's that's goddamn car That's what capitalism is. <laughs> capitalism keeps it going. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for Trump to find out that he is, he okay. is but a mere figment <laughs> of somebody's car battery. My nigga, like, stop. Just so, stop. Leave us be. Let it ha- just let shit ride. Never. S- some things you just don't need to have. Not, like a, like the White House America. number one. But mm-hmm. no, you know what? The no White House aliens. It's never gonna hold the same amount of class ever again. I mean, 
No. It's like when people move into the town, you hope they go to the neighborhood. That's how I feel about the White House now that the, now that the Trumps are in. I'm like, ugh. There it goes. There it is. We it brought is. so much pride to it because we wasn't fucking with it after Bush neither. Yeah. We were looking at like, man. Mm. And then Barack Obama came. Well, actually, like, Michelle came. We was like, oh, the White House. Let's go hope. visit. There we're finna go hope. look at what the first black person. Now we just like, ooh. Ooh, shit. You want to take a picture in front of it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think niggas is like, I think niggas go to D.C. is like, do you want to know? No, not really. I really don't want to go stop by the White House. Not I'm all right. right. So they I'm can smooth. drag me and, <laughs> and get out me and the damn race. So me. ICE could come up to me and ask me for my papers? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm good. No, thank you. So on that note, fuck Trump 2020 <laughs> re-election campaign. <laughs> Democrats, get your shit together. Do something. Do something. Do something. Pass the ball to Monica. Okay. <laughs> okay. Give the ball to he said to give the ball to you. Give the ball to Monica and let her win your championship. Cause clearly uh, Democrats yeah, get your shit together. Anywho, uh that's it. We're gonna take a break. Yeah. yeah. Let's take a break. Hey Lexis. What up? Okay, let me tell you this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So uh Appearance supposedly. A what now? Appearance supposedly. Uh, I like that word. Appearance supposedly. <laughs> there are magnets in the money that we carry. That, I don't carry no money. I ain't got no money. <laughs> that the government can tell how much money you have on you at all times. Bitch, like, what? They track you and be able to tell how many bills you have in your pocket. Again, I'm not in danger of that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so on an episode of The Long Gun, it was a TV episode. Um, it was a TV episode from the X-Files show. Mm-hmm. Okay, Muller and Scully, those, those two white people. Sure. They were doing something, I caught up with the government, and they were like, well, let me show you something. So he took a $20 bill and he ripped it. You know that strip that be that be on there to let you know that it's not counter, counterfeit. It's called anti counterfeit strip. Yes. That is what they use. So when you walk through metal detectors, they know or how much money you they got have. In your a, they know exactly how many bills you have on you. And once again, <laughs> I'm not in danger. <laughs> <laughs> well, until then. <laughs> Welcome back. So today, this week, we have a special, special guest. We have a journalist, Jaleesa Raquel, in the house. How you doing today, girl? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. coming. Yes. So we just gonna, you know, kick some shit a little bit, talk to you, uh, get to know you, get to know you a little yeah, bit, yeah. tell people where you're from, what you do, how you got to where you are, real quick, just a little rundown, a little background. Okay. Um, well, I'm originally from Noonan, Georgia, which is like 30 miles south of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, I have been in love with everything communications and just media related for as long as I could probably like read and write. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I was like in the fourth grade, I took a field trip to the CNN Center. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, on the green screen, I was just getting my life. Like, okay, <laughs> this is it. This is what I want to do. Uh-huh. So originally... I was really focused on doing news. I started out in news in Alabama, and then I was like, okay, this, this is, ain't it. This <laughs> is boring. Right. <laughs> it might have been the market that I was in specifically, too, because I was already in Jacksonville. I mean, what was there to report on, really? Right. But um, every day, been in the newsroom, and then, like, we had to talk very, like, monotone. Like, we were mm-hmm. trained to talk a specific way. I was like, I can't do this, like, <laughs> every day. Like, I felt I found more joy and personality and really like getting into radio and then 
from radio. And well, once I finished school or whatever, um, I ended up working with the radio station. So that kind of led me to getting in with blogging and really, really writing, right. which I already had a passion and love for. So it just opened a lot of doors. So it's been quite the journey. So you've been in. You've been aware of blogging before it really, like, took off. Well, not necessarily blogging. Like, I was always a writer. Like, I had my first article published when I was, like, in the fifth grade. Oh, yes, I was, like, writing. Um, they had something called Operation Big Book Bag when we were in elementary school. And it was when, around Christmas time, we would, like, raise money and bring gifts and presents to school and pack them and, like, send them to Africa and to, oh, less, wow. you know, less fortunate children and, um less resourceful countries and things like that. So um, when we would do that, I wrote an article about it, and it was like a competition for us, you know, one article would be published in the paper, blah, blah, blah. So I won that award, got the article published, and then I started, like, really, really writing all the time. Like, as a child, I had a journal, and I would just write all my thoughts down. So it's just been something I've always loved to do. And then it was weird because... When I got older, I found out, like, my dad is a writer. He has published books and things of that nature, what? which I didn't know back then. But right. also, my grandmother is a poet. So it's, it's kind of, it's just in my, yeah, it's, writing is really in my DNA, I guess you could say. But I've always had a passion for everything. Communication is just writing is really that thing for me. That's amazing. So um, now you work for... Sheen Magazine. Sheen Magazine. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so you're you do a lot of, like... You go to red carpets. You do a lot of like on-site inter- interviewing. How is that for you, especially like in the black women in this industry? Um, it's a good experience. You have your good and your bad experiences. I've been doing it for a while now, so I've got to the point where it doesn't really bother me at this point because I know which carpets I'm going to cover and which ones I'm going to skip. Uh-huh. But, you know, when you're first getting out there and people don't know you and you're freelancing, like I was freelancing with just my own personal blog at the time, it's like when you're first getting out there, you have to really build yourself and you have to be consistent for people to really take you serious because it's a male-dominated industry. People will push you around. There's right. media outlets. Everybody's trying to get the same, you know, content. So it's like it's um, it's a very competitive industry. Yeah. So I definitely had to learn my ropes and, you know, bump my head a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But... um at the end of the day, you know, now I know how it works. So I do specific carpets. I have great relationships with a lot of the public relations firms that hold a lot of the biggest carpets and, like, award shows and things of that nature. But it did not come with, you know, learning. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, I love being on the red carpet. Don't get me wrong. And we're blessed to be here in this market in Atlanta because we get a lot of black media. Right. Black media right. gets a lot of love and respect here. Actually, you can't debut something from Atlanta or you can't really advertise something to the Atlanta market and not include mm-hmm. black media because you will cut your own pocket short. Right. Uh, but when you go to places like Hollywood and California and other regions and stuff, you know, the colorism is definitely very real. Mm-hmm. And I can say that being in this industry, I remember um, recently there was another freelance journalist that kind of went viral for, you know, Holly Berry. I think it was Holly Berry who stopped. Oh, yeah. She said and, that she wouldn't skip them. Yeah. yeah. That happens a lot, especially in Hollywood. Um, and a lot of the talent, like, I won't say any names or whatever, but a lot of the talent you think that, you know, would stop and, you know, speak with all the press. Sometimes they, they, they aren't like that. They get Hollywood. Wow. But also being in California, I notice when I'm on carpets out there, a lot of the, it's a lot of uh, white women that hold the public relation cards out there for the major talent. Out here, it's a lot of black publicists that mm-hmm. control a lot of the black talent. Mm-hmm. But in Hollywood, a lot of the black talent is represented by oh, 
white women. And so a lot of them don't even know or probably not even hip to the game that they're not even really messing with black media. Um, I've been on carpets where I was in Atlanta the night before at a huge premiere for a record label named uh, Empire. And uh, Fat Joe was there, Remy Ma, Papoose, everybody. I interviewed everyone. And um, the next day I was in California for ASCAP Awards. Mm -hmm. I had flew out to L.A., and when I went to L.A., Remy Ma was on the carpet again mm-hmm. with Papoose. I'm like, dang, back to back, that's crazy. Right. So this time, Remy Ma was walking down the carpet. She was walking down the carpet with a white PR rep who was representing her for the right. night. And so when I got the publicist's attention when she was coming down the carpet. I was letting her know I wanted to speak with Remy Ma. That's how it normally works is, you know, yeah. you get their attention in advance and, you know, um, they prep their client that, okay, you're going to start for this outlet, that outlet, or you're going to skip that outlet. So when she when I asked her, she was like, oh, she's out of town. I mean, out of time. She's going to be running out of time. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, okay. She went directly to the white boy next to me. So it just lets you know, like, sometimes, like, they pick by which outlet they want to speak with, which they hold more importance towards. Yeah. But the talent also, they hold the control because at the end of the day, the company or the rep is not going to not do what the talent wants them right, to do. Right. So if the talent says stop, they're going to stop. Because yeah. I've been, you know, even though I've experienced the bad end as well, but I've had great things happen as well. Like, I remember my very first time, maybe like a couple of years ago, when even Marcel, she did her very first movie. Mm-hmm. And um, she had a premiere, and they were rushing her for the interview or whatever. I really used my slot to do an interview to get her to do like a happy congratulations um video to my best friend who was getting her master's that day but I had missed it because I was there at the premiere oh. she literally like put her foot down like oh I'm gonna I'll, I'll come when I finish doing this for her I'm gonna do this and she did a whole video to my friend and it was just amazing you know what I'm saying right. because when they put their foot down right they're gonna listen that's yeah. the client right so the talent yeah. is yeah the so. talent holds the key but you see a lot of the talent sometimes they don't really don't they, they maybe don't want to mess with the media or don't want to do a lot of interviews so it just depends you know but that also, I met high-end talent that has been really nasty on the carpet, and I met talent that was really, really big that have been, like, just a breath of fresh air. And you right. see why the career is different. Uh-huh. Because when you treat people differently, right. you get more love and respect, right. more support, more press. All of that matters. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's basically, it comes down to who you are right. as a person yeah. to be, like, to be paying attention. As they're moving yeah. through through the red carpet, because you have to be focused on who they're leading you to, because they necessarily control the story. Absolutely. And I would personally want my story being told by a black, black media, <laughs> by black media, because they're gonna know you. Isn't that how Whoopi Goldberg ended up being called Oprah? When she was on the red carpet one year for the Oscars. Oh snap! Did that happen? That that happened. They oh, do that. Shit. I know. Uh, what's this? I can't even think of her name right now because I don't want to say the wrong one, but. They mistaken that one black actress for another one on the carpet, and she had a whole fit about it. I can't even remember which one it was. I can't believe it. Right I now, I've seen some people that just been mistaken. You be like, really? Yeah. You just don't. You just don't try at all, huh? You just don't <laughs> get these two. Every black person ain't the same. Okay, that's fine. Cool. So, where would you like to see black women and black journalists within the next five years? Um, I would like to see us, you know, with more mainstream, like, talk shows, more of a voice and opinion on TV. I mean, I know we have, you know, some representations, like, it's like a spec here, a spec there, but more, I'm meaning really, like, you know, 
produced by black women, ran by black women type of television where it's conversations that really affect us, you know? What do you personally feel like you're trying to contribute to make that happen? Um, Well, with my network, I have a network called Media Girls Network Incorporated, and basically it's a community for black women interested in media-related careers and basically... It's a sisterhood where we are pretty much building together. We all have our, we all have different connections. We all have right. different strengths. So we're all helping each other. Mm-hmm. But we host different, you know, empowerment brunches, meetups, uh, workshops. Yeah. And we've been doing a lot. And you know, we're about to launch our first chapter at Clark Atlanta. Nice. And um, nice. we are really just you. trying to, you know, get out there and get in, in the midst of the black women and aspiring journalists and, and reel them in. I'm also trying to use my network as a way to be a, a resource that I didn't have when I graduated from school because I went to a predominantly white school. That I didn't know anything about NABJ. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know... I didn't know, like, you know, which way to go about yeah. getting a job when I graduated. So I'm trying to help other women. Right. Because right. there wasn't a, a clear blueprint, like someone that went into nursing mm-hmm. or social work. They kind of have, like, some footsteps to follow. You really got out there and had to hustle and yes. figure right. it out. Hustle and bustle yeah. and right. bought my head. Because yeah. I was telling, like, Dion, Dion's the type of person to be like, listen, we just going to grab what we got and go, right? And so it's like, how do you figure out... <laughs> Um, how to just like maneuver and hustle through an industry that you pretty much just doing it on your own and have like I mean did you have someone guiding you and telling you this is how you maneuver um, this is what you do or you pretty much just kind of just went on faith and I got an internship got. slash job at 1079 when I first uh, came back okay you did say you did radio and um, I did that for like two years and I kind of like shadowed a certain radio, per- radio personality and I was going to events learning how she networked and I was you know just running her social media running the brand and management behind her brand and I learned a lot about business for myself and I took what I learned from different internships and opportunities that I had because I also did a public relations um, internship in LA and I put those those things together and just built my own business because every time I kept applying to like I was doing assisting for a while every time the last time I applied to be an assistant someone said you're a boss like I can't even hire you for this you need to be having your own assistant like what are you doing so I was like yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I think you got a point. Yeah, yeah let me go do that. I felt bosses too. Goddamn, <laughs> talking about so that's what's up. Yeah, because I I always be like I don't know how to. I was like, don't yeah. do it. You just gotta hustle it. Because like even like red carpet situation, interview situation, that's like a whole different ball game. And like, how did you just be like, fuck it, I'm here now. What's up? Like, what do you do to get yeah. to get noticed? Like. What, do you have a special thing well, to, to I was, get your voice out there? Like, far as getting them to stop for me or yeah. something? Um, you have to be aggressive to be on a red carpet because it's a lot of people, and a lot of people aren't aggressive, and some people that aren't aggressive, they get easily offended. Like, I mean, I think I, I think this one lady, she, uh, she's older, and I think that uh, she... T- I think she said she quit. Oh. <laughs> but she but said she I'm quit because uh, <laughs> she was mad because when I did my interview... With uh, who was I interviewing? Okay, it was uh, <laughs> Sonali. Was it Sonali? No, I can't even. I think I can't remember who it was right now. Uh-huh. But uh, little, who's in the movie Little? <laughs> oh, Regina, Regina Hall. Hall. Regina Hall. Oh, okay. So when I was interviewing Regina Hall, um, because sometimes it's how it works. Like with the interview, sometimes they'll just cut them off. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, and and 
sometimes they just look at them and be like, oh, okay, nah, we good. We're going to stop right there. So when I got my interview with Regina Hall, uh, the other journalist behind me told me that the lady was like mad and stuff because she said my interview was too long. That's why she didn't get her interview. I was like, nah, you probably didn't get it because you was interviewing on your cell phone. But, um... But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so we're going to let her, you know, rest in peace. Oh. But um, <laughs> I was like, baby, I did not know I had that kind of influence and make people give up their whole careers. Good Lord. So, um, right. So like I said, it's a lot of pressure. It's not for everybody. It's not for the weak, sweetie. So it's like you have to be aggressive. You have to be there. And, and you know, it's been times I've been on the carpet and like the house, it's some of the men house photographers, honey, they are rude. They can be very, you know, dominating. I, I've been standing in heels with my camera working by myself trying to interview and I've had a male photographer almost tip me all the way over and I'm like uh, excuse me sir right. he's like oh, I'm the house photographer did I ask you that I, I, I really don't care I was talking about you almost flipping me over <laughs> so you have to be aggressive because they will get aggressive with you I've been in tight spaces and carpets where I've had like people just come and just stand in the way in front of the camera and like badgerous almost and I'm like can oh. you move <laughs> you know so, so you have to have a strong voice yeah the red carpet. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people think about how the information get to us right I think mm-hmm. when you just scroll in on Instagram and like stuff like baller alert you don't realize they out there hustling for these stories mm-hmm. and it's it's good to see I think I, I followed the girl who created baller alert and it's just so interesting to watch her growth because it's not as big as Baller Alert, her following, but mm-hmm. she still, you can see where she started. And I was like, wow, you really like got out there and created something out of something you like to do. Right. You know, we don't see that a lot in, in, um, in the schools. They don't talk about journalism like that. Definitely. They, at most, it's the anchor. Mm-hmm. But our kids need to know, you You want to be close to the story? You the one to be the storyteller. Like, they don't they don't push that enough, especially in language arts. Right. And you've been in the industry a while, so how have you seen it grown as far as, like, the journalism side? Because it seems to be very highlighted, especially when you have, like, medias like Instagram. It seems to be, like, the the bloggers, the journalists, they're actually being more highlighted now. Yeah. It's a lot. It's With social media, it's a lot bigger now because now everyone gets to see how it looks and, mm-hmm. and what it, um, the feel really includes. So it's, like, the interest has tripled and everybody wants to do it and everybody wants to be on a red carpet and everybody wants to do, think they wants to do an interview. At least everyone thinks they want to do it because they really have no idea what, what they're getting themselves mm-hmm. into. Because I even had a friend, that, you know, that quit a, a TV news reporting job to get into entertainment journalism. I was like, girl, you should have gave me a call before that because <laughs> right. I could have gave you the heads up on how to right. correctly maneuver that because... It's yeah. not what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's an uh, industry where it's very saturated because everybody wants to do it. And now that it's Instagram, everyone thinks they're either a reporter or a journalist. Mm-hmm. And if you don't technically work for a published magazine or some published pl- platform, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't go to school for communications, mm-hmm. you're not a journalist. You're a blogger. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but people don't know the difference. difference. Yeah. There's a huge difference. <laughs> I mean, because you can tell with, um, I think it's Hollywood Bishop. I don't know. I don't really follow them. I just catch a glimpse of them. Some of the stuff, I'd be like, "That's that was risky. That, that, was, <laughs> that was real risky. I don't think that was news at all. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't news at all. It's been a huge increase in blogging, but... Mm-hmm. 
you know, definitely Instagram has played a, a, a part by that. But yeah, I I enjoy both all ends, you know, whether it's blogging or whatever the case may be. But definitely I feel like people need to come in it for the right reasons and really know the true meaning behind it because a lot of people are just doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's been your favorite interview? Mm, I always say pretty much like Anthony Anderson because oh. he was just like crazy. He was playing all in my hair and the man is just... <laughs> The whole interview, him and uh, Method Man, because he kind of did the same. And I love also always interviewing DC Young Fly because he's just goofy as crap. Like, they're always a good time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then, you know, I want to just leave my women out. So I'll say (laughs) Breely Evans. I interviewed her recently. She's on Ambitions. actually worked with Brayley. She's super, super a Great sweet. personality. Yes. I love her every time. She's such amazing. Um, I interviewed Marlo last weekend at the um, hair show. She was amazing. Oh, good. <laughs> good energy. Yeah, she, she had some real good interviews. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. Um, so, if you can go back to any moment in time, but you cannot change it, what would that moment be? Mmm... Could not change it. Mm-mm. Just relive it. Just relive it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard one. Right? Maybe like to... senior year of college. Just okay. You would relive your senior year. Yeah, because it was so stressful, and sh- you know, maybe I could have just really because I was not about to realize that like, we was really like about to be adults. <laughs> like, dang, this was it. Let me just go back and hang on to it just a little bit longer. Yeah, you thought you was grown. No, I was like, no, <laughs> no. I gotta pay these loans back. Yeah. Around the corner in six months, sweetie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Come, come call. I probably would have redid senior year just, you know, to listen to my mom on a little couple things that she told me to go ahead and do. I should have did that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mama, you was right. You was
Okay, so who is your dream interview? interview? Like, who would you want to interview? Um, Drake and Oprah. Oh, <laughs> why Drake? Girl? Why Drake? I love Drake. <laughs> period. Like, like, period. <laughs> We Do you like, have like some test questions for? Oh yeah, I want Nicki Minaj too. Okay. But um, <laughs> um, no, I really don't, honey. Like I might, you know, I would really have to go ahead and get that together because I'm gonna be ready, ready. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> no, you I'm gonna manifest that interview. Okay. Drake, I'm coming for you. Yeah, she has <laughs> no idea what would happen in the next few months in Atlanta. Okay, okay what about Oprah? Why Oprah? Because she's just the the goat of this journalism. She, I would just love to have a chance to just. Ask her questions, you know, anything, like five minutes with auntie. <laughs> right. Why hasn't done, anyone done, like, an Oprah biopic yet? I don't mm. think she signed off on it. Because she's still living. Yeah. Right, she hasn't <laughs> I mean, signed off on I that. At least want to have some say-so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let she Ava gotta, do it. She got to well, that's probably going to be the only person that she would let do it. Yeah. So she got to sign off on that. Has yeah. Oprah been interviewed yet? Um, like for real, for real? I mean, not, I don't think like for real, for real, but she's yeah. been in the interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would you like to be that interviewer for Oprah? Oh, that would be a dream we interview. We're going to manifest that for you. Okay. <laughs> yes, Oprah. Yeah, because yeah. she, she makes careers. So she big. makes presidents. <laughs> <laughs> she did do that. <laughs> well, we thank you so, yeah. so much for coming. Thank I know you. your schedule is hella busy, so thank you. Could you please tell us? the people where to find you? Um, you can find me online uh, under Julissa Raquel or Instagram, T H A Baddest R H O for the Baddest Road. But my <laughs> business pages are Media Girls Network on Instagram, Media Girls Media, and Media Girls on Tours. Oh, okay. yeah. Anything else you'd like to say to the people before we get about it? Somebody here? wanna say hey to <laughs> shout, out. shout out to my mama and God. Oh, um Yeah, love her. But uh, that's about it. I mean, everybody, I just want to inspire you to stay creative and to always just keep the art holding at its highest form and, you know, go for your dreams. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. Word And we're going to take a break. Thanks, Julissa. Thank you. Hi, friends. Oh, it's me. Oh, hi, friends. I I thought you were going to do both. I didn't know. My bad. Okay, well, I do that. Hi, friends. (laughs) Hi, friends. Hi, friends. So. I'm hi, friends. Brian. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't even say it right. <laughs> Don't hype it up. Okay. <laughs> if you could smoke with indie and by smoke, I mean like a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't. Anyway. I mean like a turkey. It's, it's not legal in Atlanta. <laughs> now, who would you? Who would be Thanks the person that. that you could smoke a turkey with? It doesn't matter. You only okay. So you only can smoke a turkey with three people, right? Three at a, people at a dinner at the same day. So they got to be able to mesh with each other. That's both of y'all questions. So let's think about it. You have to dance, sit at a table together. Okay. Okay. She said Nipsey. Okay, Bob yeah. Marty. Shoot. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, we. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> God, God. Um. Oh shoot. Who would I do? Well, why she 
You got yeah, it? no, I don't have it. Okay. Come back to me. The sticky note. I me. would go for Rihanna. Okay. Robin Hinti. Um, I would like to go down with um, who? Who? Is that what? What? Oh, that's my answer to my question. Did nobody say nothing? Jesus. What? <laughs> yeah, wow. You mean? <laughs> what? Who said? Who told you? White people told y'all it was wrong. No, Jesus. Said it was wrong. Uh, he would have to roll it and <laughs> hit it first, <laughs> and and, and then pass it to two other apostles, <laughs> and then me before I hit it from Jesus. I need to make sure. That, did you, yeah. you hit that? Did I want to hear what he got to say. Did you hit that, Jesus? And Harriet Tubman. I'm sorry. You got Rihanna. <laughs> She like Jesus. Jesus. And I'm sure she want to know what Harriet got to say. And Harriet Tubman. <laughs> at, in the room, passing the blunt. Yes. No, 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 no. I got, I got all the answers I need through Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Harriet. Harriet can tell us a lot. And Jesus can tell us a little more. Okay. That's weird dinner. Uh, Creole Asian <laughs> food. What did you talk about? Oxtails and uh, crawfish at the <laughs> Okay. Beignets <laughs> and cocoa bread. <laughs> what is you talking about? Okay. Let's see. I would smoke a turkey sure with um Oh my god, uh, he can hear you. I hope so. Oh, that's, that's uncomfortable. For who? Oh, no. I don't care about you. Go ahead. Um, Malcolm. God damn right. <laughs> it's not cocaine. Um, do I want to do Rihanna? Yes, yeah. I would want to smoke. So, Malcolm, Rihanna, and Mimi Foss. Girl, what the fuck? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. No. More people I, to the party that just like, <laughs> just like he'll hit it and but I just want to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? You see that? Okay then. Well, all right, friends. <laughs> Hi, friends. 
Hi, friends. This is your big brother, Brian, coming with some book recommendations. It's been a minute. This week is in honor of Toni Morrison. Really sad about the passing of my book mother. I am a super fan. I am a Toni Morrison stan. So I'm really sad about that, but I want to take this time to recommend Toni Morrison books. If, you're, if you haven't read Toni Morrison before, some people find reading her work a little difficult, so I'm going to give you a guide to the hardest and the easiest books to read. So if you don't know who Toni Morrison is, Toni Morrison was a black woman. She was probably one of the most important writers of the last century, and she absolutely loved black people. She wrote all of her work for black people. She stated this multiple times. A lot of times when I have conversations with people, so more intelligent people go, and not so intelligent people go, who is he? Toni Morrison was a woman, was a black woman. Uh, the reason why more intelligent people sigh is because they find her work either difficult to read or some might even say pretentious. I take great offense to that. But... So I'm going to give you a guide to the easier books to read, the books that are a little easier to read. A lot of it has to deal with the language that she used. And there, a lot of times there's a supernatural element uh, that's a part of the plot of the book. So in my opinion, I am not a scholar. I only went to art school. So there are people that can probably tell you better than I can. But in my opinion, the hardest books to read are the first book, The Bluest Eye, and the last book, The Source of Self-Regard. So The Bluest Eye is a fiction title. I think it's hard to read because of the language and the subject matter. It's a very dark book. Uh, it was her first book. She was uh, still trying to find her voice as a writer. And I think the last book, The Source of Self-Regard, is hard just because it's basically like a master's degree in a book. It is beyond anything you've ever read as far as essay work because, I mean, the woman was intellectual of the highest degree. Uh, so a lot of people might not get that one. It's not the one to start with if you've never read Toni Morrison. Uh, so some of the, the easier ones, I think the uh, one of the easiest ones is uh, Love. So she's well-known for a book she wrote called Beloved, but she also wrote a book called Love. Uh, Love is pretty easy to read. It's only, like, it's not over 200 pages. Pretty straightforward story. There is a supernatural element, but you get past that pretty quick. Tar Baby is probably her most conventional uh, book. It's basically a love story between uh, the two main characters, Jadine and Son. So a lot of people will be able to relate to that it's a romance i mean there are parts when clouds are talking and 
I mean, it's Toni Morrison, so there are certain elements there. But once you get past that, it's just the love story, pretty much. Uh, Home is pretty easy to get into. It's just a story about a brother that's trying to save his sister from a doctor that's experimenting on her. If you if you're not familiar with the history of gynecology, black women were basically guinea guinea pigs, uh, and so it's it's kind of related to that. But it's a brother just trying to save his sister. It's actually I think set in Atlanta, in fact. So that's a great one to start with. God helped a child. That's a pretty straightforward book. I don't even think it has a supernatural element. It's just about colorism. A light-skinned black woman has a very dark child, and uh, she hates the child because the child is dark-skinned. So it's Tony. It's deep, but it's pretty straightforward storytelling. Now, the one that everyone will tell you to read and the one that a lot of people talk about, they made a movie about it, Beloved, that one is a little bit more serious. That one... Uh, if you're not familiar with Toni Morrison's work, you might not want to start with that one because there's a, the supernatural element plays a uh, significant part in the plot, and it's extra Toni Morrison with the language. And same thing with Paradise. Paradise is a really great book, but she tries a literary experiment where it's about a group of women uh, live in a convent. They're not nuns. They just live in a convent, abandoned convent. But uh, one of the women is white, but she doesn't tell you which one. She lets you decide which one based on your preconceived notions, etc. I'm pretty sure I made the wrong decision when I was reading. I've read it a couple of times, and in my mind, the white one is probably not. I probably shouldn't think the white one, I think is the white one, is the white one. But, hey, uh, we all got some work to do on that. And then uh, Jazz is a really great book, but it's based on jazz music, improvised jazz music. The language of the book is based on improvised jazz music. And then the uh, the plot does take a kind of a left turn. Uh, It comes back, but it's kind of an extra book. It's really sad as well. Song of Solomon, that's my favorite one, but it has flying black people. Uh, It has uh, necrophilia, (laughs) ancestral necrophilia, (laughs) and a black terrorist organization, The Seven Days. But that's where Tupac got the idea, Seven Day Theory, Don Killer Illuminati, The Seven Day Theory. Uh, Tupac loved Toni Morrison, so... So that one might be a little over people's heads. Then there's A Mercy. Uh, That's a great one, but it's not hard to read, but people might not be able to get into the subject matter. It's about slavery, but before the Revolutionary Wars. I mean, she goes deep with that one. Sula is pretty easy to read. Uh, It's one of her earlier books. Uh, But uh, if I had to recommend one to start with, it would be Love. Love is just a beautiful story about two women their friendship and how it's affected by this very negative male dominating personality in their lives. And it's, it's a really beautiful book. It's really easy to read really quick. And I just want to send a shout out to Lex and Dion for supporting me in my time of mourning. Lex was actually the person 
that alerted me to Tony's passing. She sent me a text. And uh, I was sad when I first heard about her passing. But then I realized that she's left us so much, so so many great books. And um, I'm just happy that I, I picked up that book, Song of Solomon, when I did. And it started me on a, a lifetime of reading. And thank you, Tony. Go be with your son. Go be with your mother. Go be with your father. And thank you for all you've given to us. And I'm out. Peace. Hey. All right. Welcome back. And we back. And we back. At the end. At the end. Of the show. <laughs> with jokes and secrets. Jokes and secrets. Let's, okay. So what are we doing this week? We're going to call it uh, Traffic Traffic. Uh, traffic accidents and not necessarily like an accident but like you accidentally got seen by somebody else doing it so you ever that you know maybe committed a little bit of a crime in your vehicle and somebody saw you and you seen them see you that's the most embarrassing thing like being seen oh you want to go first yeah yes you're gonna go first okay okay so i one time i have a couple of them oh, okay me too. one time uh was backing up in the car mm-hmm. and i hit the curb right i didn't realize there was a curb there by my car like backing out the parking space so i was already on that bitch right <laughs> And I couldn't go for it. I was already on it. So I just kept going. <laughs> and the people in Waffle House was looking out the window like, mm-mm. mm-mm. That's not mm-hmm. that she, she gonna fuck that shit up. She gonna fuck. She can't women drivers. Women, women drivers. drivers. I was so embarrassed. Then one time when I had my Jetta, I was in the parking lot of work and I had just got the car. And I guess I was flossing a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I went too far and I went over the parking bump. Oh, no. <laughs> And I, when I went back over, it was like, dude. And then I got to the classroom. My parents were like, "Are you all right?" Like, oh shit! Get out my face! That happened to me one time. So um, when my granny was in hospice, I was ripping and running back and forth to the hospital, and I I don't know if I was tired or what happened, but for whatever reason, I thought that I could just go forward. You yeah. know, you know how you just like drive off and I completely forgot that the little thing was there. Uh-huh. Bruh, I ran over that bitch so hard. Oh and my the God. white lady was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my. Oh lady, get the fuck up. I like my bad. Get out of here. <laughs> One day I was driving the mail truck and I was on the phone, no CBL doing everything I was not supposed, supposed to, to be do. doing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, dude. I hit the fuck out this mailbox. That bitch <gasps> shifted. And I was like, oh, so I put that bitch in reverse. <laughs> I was looking behind me. I know the neighbor saw me. I just kept fucking going. I was like, well, this is going to be the day. It's going to be the day they said we don't come back. <laughs> Girl, I was coming in to work. Yeah, I know where it was. Barnes and Noble. <laughs> the noble of the barns. <laughs> and... No, it was so windy that day, and I had parked, and so I had got out of my car. Like, I had pushed the car door, door open, and I was trying to get, like, my um, lanyard that goes around my neck, my name tag, uh-huh. off of my mirror. And the wind had pushed my door so hard 
that it popped the plastic off of somebody's mirror. Oh. And the person <laughs> in oh. front of me was backing up like, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. She said, shit, I got back in my car. Uh-huh. And I just moved parking spots, uh-huh. goddamn. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't pay for that. <laughs> it wasn't me. Ooh. I'm going to have to make the executive decision right now. Somebody it- also saw me hit a tree. <laughs> Fuck Alexis, a tree? How did you hit a tree? I had like backed up. Oh, no, wait, no, no, no. First of all, let me tell you how I backed into my own goddamn mama. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> With people spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this was all before like 25. I was so awful. Bro. <laughs> I thought my mom was moving. Like she had moved all the way back because I was going to turn differently. And so I didn't even see her in my um, blind spot. And so when I started moving back, all I heard was doot. Ooh. My mom was like, <laughs> hit her with the car. <laughs> I, hit, I hit her car with oh, my okay. car. Okay. Oh, and my mom was like, so you just don't pay attention. <laughs> oh, that's just like, and this is my adult child. <laughs> And yeah, and family, that is my adult child. I was like 22, right? It is oh. so funny. Oh, uh, girl, one time, I think I got into it with my sister, and I had my little Acura. She was dating some boy at the time. And we were, I don't know, girl, I was in high school, so she was like a freshman in college. So I get, had an attitude, I'm fucking going. So I jump in my little shit, do, do, do. I didn't look behind me, there was a car. It was old boy struck or whatever. And I was Talking like, about me. I was like, Ugh. well, um, yeah, trying to be dramatic too. Trying to be dramatic. It's like, dude, okay, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna go around. I I'm not even go, mad. I didn't want to go that way anyway. <laughs> Jesus, girl, traffic accidents. You just get called. I'm better now. Oh, much better. I'm so, better so defensive. <laughs> so, you know, I'm very aware. I don't parallel because I don't risk it. I don't risk it. I did almost get a ticket the other day and I was like, <gasps> did they pull you over? No. Okay. Let me tell you what happened, right? So, I'm way in the fucking booties, y'all. I'm just way out there. I don't know where I am, but it's like a two lane, four lane highway. So, two going each way, you know, it's like yeah. those big country highways. And so, I'm. I know I'm I'm flying. I'm doing like 83 in a 65. I know I'm flying. I know for sure I'm flying. And I didn't even see the police sitting on the side of the road before I could put on my brakes to like really be like, oh shit, there's the police and I could slow down. So I knew I just zoomed past him, right? And I seen him make the left turn. Oh. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, I had to take it like a G. I just slowed down, got over, thinking that he was going to pull me over, man. He get close up and then just goes past me and I was I saw his the car and I was like oh this ain't his jurisdiction okay uh, Woo! oh my goodness you and these damn speed let tickets. me slow down no. you would think by now you would know right you think by now you'll be like oh you just not I haven't, Go gotten, so fast. I haven't gotten a ticket in so long Alexis is Ricky Bobby and the last one I got he didn't even put it in the in the system bro so what? that's technically I ain't even get that one so well cause I would try to pay that joint and it, they say I ain't can't see none so what? I was like oh 
Oh, check again. I called. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. All right. God bless you. Yeah. Okay, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm hanging <laughs> up the phone. I'm hanging up. Blessings <laughs> on your family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I haven't gotten a speedy ticket in so long, and I'm. Yeah, I heard that. That's wood. I think it's wood. I'm I don't. Not, I don't I'm, think that's. I'm wood. knocking. I don't know. Anyway, here, up wait. here. Oh yeah, there something. It is. It's okay, something. okay. Knocking on wood that it don't happen no time soon. Who will pray with you, girl? Woo, y'all trying to get me for another uh, light post <laughs> on the highway. What you pay for a patch in the road? I, right now? I paid for something in Birmingham. <laughs> I, I know I have. I paid at least a, a lamp or something that don't work now in Birmingham. <laughs> None of that shit work in Birmingham. Just dark streets. It's just a back road. <laughs> oh, Lord, I hate it. So, yeah, I'm better now. I mean, you know, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I... Okay. Yeah, I still got my license. So. <laughs> Important things left. Boom. Ain't nobody died. Yet, so there we are. <laughs> well, you know what? If you got a traffic accident you want to tell us about your embarrassing time. Yeah, or, give us the jokes and secrets or whatever. Whatever you got. Mm-hmm. We'll be here yeah. at where's the lie 19 at gmail.com. That's where's the lie? Mm-hmm. Where's with the S? Mm-hmm. 19 at gmail.com mm-hmm. and or on Facebook mm-hmm. or both. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. At Where's the Line 19 on Instagram. Come on over. Come on over, baby. She knew what's up. Come on over. You want to do the, the video baby. version or the album version? Okay, I, don't, I wasn't that into it. Hey, boy, don't you know I got something going on. <laughs> oh, yes. hit the damn mic. See, and on that note, we're going to get up on that. going to have a lot of fun.